Welcome to the Anomalous Press Podcast, Issue 5, Episode 2. This week we are featuring Moscow, a piece by Melissa Bobe, and an excerpt of Jorge Sangre del Mar by Joseph Maines and Donald Dunbar. Don't forget to check out our website, anomalouspress.org, where you can read the full issue or download the audiobook, Kindle, or PDF version. Enjoy! Moscow. It looks like Moscow, she said, softly but decisively. They'd been traveling for days and days, weeks, and he'd never mentioned where they were headed. She never noticed signs. The daughter of the kind of people who never asked for directions, had no sense of direction, could not point out a direction to others, couldn't read a map, were prone to getting lost, didn't recognize the North Star, couldn't find where the bulk of the moss grew on the tree. And she never spoke to anyone because they traveled late in the night time. Sex, when they had it, happened at dawn or around what she was relatively certain was lunchtime. Having been robbed of a sense of direction, nature had seen fit to give her a somewhat strong internal clock. It was brief and rough. They barely broke a sweat, picked a position and stayed with it, and she often gazed out the window for the duration, both to help the time pass and because she was curious to see if people everywhere were the same. So far, this seemed to be the case. She'd never been to Moscow, so she had no memory with which to compare what she was seeing. She felt him come, and then he rolled off her back and walked to the bathroom. She heard him brushing his teeth. I'm sure it could be Moscow, she said. Everyone outside was wearing a warm coat. There were many stray dogs for a single street. She didn't remember being on a plane, but it was possible. Travel seemed to her an unremarkable thing and she overlooked much of it by drifting off into her own thoughts. Once, when they were at a fair, she and her mother lost each other and themselves. She had been looking for the caged animals, and instead found herself in front of a mirror maze. Even at such a young age, she knew how dangerous it would be for a person with no sense of direction to go into a maze of mirrors. She saw a woman and a little boy of about her age coming out of the maze, and approached them without hesitation. "'Are you lost?' the woman asked. "'My mother is, too.' They walked all around the fair until they found her mother, wringing her hands and chewing her bottom lip. A monkey in a nearby cage followed suit. Her mother embraced her, the smell of her perfume strong, mixed with fearful, anxious sweat. "'I was looking for the fortune-teller,' her mother offered as an explanation." What were you looking for, sweetie? She watched the monkey shake the bars of his cage violently, screaming at her, vicious and jealous. Tears of shame blurred her vision. She couldn't see her mother anymore. All that was left was the scent of her. From Jorge, Sangre del Mar, by Joseph Maines and Donald Dunbar. Jorge was an animal who fell in love with air. Jorge, an aspiring, an aspiring ricochet, ricochet endlessly in the upper limits, of atmosphere. The upper limits of atmosphere. Breathe, said Jorge to himself. Jorge said mimetically in his interior. All his souls and his bones and cells began to develop holes. Oh, Jorge. Jorge was in Walgreens and stuffed a bobblehead Jorge inside his toolkit. Inside his backpack and inside his shirt, Jorge was a masterpiece. 
hungry for his nighttime meds and wishing the best to all himself. All the best, all the best civilizations toiled in misery for Jorge, berry eater. Justice is simple, Jorge says. Justice is English and turns a colorblind face cityscape blue. I'm in love, I'm in with, love my with my face on every, on every child, child, my womb, my womb blood, of blood and rice paper, and rice paper fueling, the fueling the hemisphere. The juice of, the juice lemon, of lemon yields a nose, a, nose, a look, a, look, a, justice, a justice so divine so only English, only could, English render could render its glory. Its acceptance, Jorge wasn't, and a rind blood, blood orange in the hymen tea makes Jorge happy. happy. It's, how it's how equally I think of you think turning of you flowers, flowers on their stem, she panders in German. The stamen, the stamen sunk, sunk full fathom. fathom. We, are we are all beautiful, beautiful and blonde and, and liberal and kind. and kind. She, in a foreign, she in a foreign tongue, tongue speaks, kissing the kissing Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. Ich dich, ich eine, dich Jorge eine Jorge ach each. each. There's a forest, There's a forest in, Jorge. in Jorge, a forest, a forest of, pines, of pines, buildings, and shoots, and shoots of pleasure, pleasure growing, growing and Kool-Aid, and Kool-Aid boiling, boiling, meat boiling, meat boiling, muttering, muttering je ne sais, je ne sais, et cetera, in Spanish, in Spanish, and Jorge, a forest just asking for cowboys and disease and gat rot, and gat rot poor Jorge, berry eater, misses his target, guts his only begotten son. My bed, my bed meets you in a similar, in a similar way, that, way I that I do. When I can't have, when I can't my, have my eyelids, I have the gray, I have of, truth, the gray of truth, the security, the security of, relapse, of relapse, the unwound testicle is lost to the gods, and my prayer, and my prayer through, through the visualizer. visualizer. It sounds, it sounds more, more hopeful than, than it is, seeing light as meat, meat laid sweet in bedsheets. In the morning, morning all that's wet, wet will burn, will watch from we'll watch inside. From inside. Drying, Drying brine near Basqueland, the yellowest, the yellowest capsules, capsules are found, are found by, Jorge, by Jorge, lacking, lacking sickly, and so seafood, so mollusk so Jorge removes his kit, removes screws his on a needle, injects his blood into breakfast egg yolks, and the screaming seams for a meal, only inside himself. Only inside himself. That's it for our podcast this week. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please consider making a tax-deductible donation on our website. Funds go to support authors, pay for bandwidth, web hosting, and production expenses. You can also support us by rating this podcast in the iTunes store, talking about us on Twitter, or liking us on Facebook. Let us know you're out there and what you think. And don't forget our chapbook contest is open for submissions through May 15th for manuscripts of translation or poetry. Translation will be selected by Christian Hockey. For more information, go to anomalouspress.org slash chatbooks. Thanks.